I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we talk about the most famous rivalry of Bengali food and how our context and realities gave rise to each of them. No changing of place at 100 miles an hour will make us one whit stronger. happier or wiser there was always more in the world than men could see the real precious things are thought and sight not pace said john ruskin a young british man at the turn of the 19th century if you ever wish to see the embodiment of this slow unhurried pace you must at once go to calcutta because in the earlier part of the decade i found myself in the city of joy but a ride in the emblematic yellow ambassador taxi gave me very little joy the cabby very much seemed to be a disciple of john ruskin the concept of speed was alien to him and even on the rare empty road he did not want to go over 30 kilometers an hour he soon discovered that it was my first time in calcutta and i was attending a friend's wedding he asked me my friend's name and quickly went about suggesting what i should be eating at the wedding down to the fine details as if he had curated the menu himself I wanted to ask him how he had figured all this out but the cabbies of Kolkata are only interested in talking your primary purpose as the passenger is to nod and drink in their wisdom okay but for all my sarcasm the chap got everything bang on the food he described was pretty much exactly what i found at the wedding so intrigued was i about his abilities that i actually regaled this story to a co-passenger on my flight back home He smiled and said, uh, "Let me guess. Uh, his dad and uncles must be all loving Mohan Bagan. You had alu pochto, which is a poppy seed potato curry at the wedding, and they must be loving prawns." My voice did not betray my surprise, as my co-passenger very nonchalantly said, "Your friend is a ghoti. I am a Bengal. Welcome to the greatest rivalry of our Bengal." But wait, I thought all Bengalis were just bongs. Oh and if you're wondering if this rivalry is age old you'd be mistaken it's only as old as independent india and primarily took off in 1947 the ghotis belong to current day west bengal while the bangals belong to present day dhaka and chittagong or east bengal there was a fair bit of gentle and not so gentle leg pulling the bangals will often ridiculed for being erstwhile zamindars in bangladesh because a lot of them had to leave everything come to india and start life from scratch the ghotis on the other hand were often ridiculed for being aristocratic zamindars who would hold morugal lorai cock fights berlar ba wedding of cats or paira orano pigeon flying competitions or basically activities that were a simple waste of money without any tangible returns by the way i am sending my unconditional apologies to all bengalis for i may have just murdered the bengali language with my spot on pronunciations I trust you to forgive me. But the stereotypes apart, what was fascinating for me is how different were the cuisines of these two people. The Ghotis were traditionally more prosperous for they controlled land and held most of the plus jobs. 
The Portuguese were the first to set their foot in Calcutta, followed by the Dutch, the French, the Danes and the British. And this colonial influence shows up on the ghoti plate. The Portuguese bought with them potato, chili pepper, okra, tomato, cauliflower, cabbage and bread. Over time, these got incorporated into the cuisine. Trade brought in urbanization and with it a very distinct product that is a mainstay of ghoti cooking today. Sugar. A true ghoti at heart cannot even do without a pinch of sugar in most of her dishes. But this is the story of the Bengal most Bengalis often know. What I want to tell you today is the story of the other Bengal, the story of the Bangals. Bangals, the people who are part of today's Bangladesh, were primarily peasants. And this is where the impact of geography becomes really interesting. The Bangals are known for their love of shukti match or dried fish. But now you would wonder why on earth would a region so plentiful with water, known for its ilish from the river Padma, need dry fish? Because long monsoons meant little access to fresh fish. The Bangladeshis mastered the art of drying fish, which could be stored for months and sometimes years. And whenever they got it fresh, they insisted on using every part of it, including the bones. Why? Because not only it imparted flavor, but added volume to the food, which was used to feed large families in the countryside. The region was mostly poor and was often struck with famines. And therein came the true ingenuity of the Bangals. Sample this whole list of ingredients and tell me, how many of them have you even heard of being used in a dish? The skin of Loki, that's bottle gourd. The skin of raw banana and the skin of potatoes. The stem and leaves of a cauliflower. The root, stem, leaf and flower of kochu, that's the arbi or the taro plant. I think most of you counted zero. Nothing which grew of the land was ever wasted. But apart from fish, there was a massive uniting factor between the two cuisines. Mustard. The Bengalis are the only community in India who eat mustard both as a spice and a condiment. And funnily enough, it's the Torah, the holy book of Jews, that compares the knowable universe to the size of a mustard seed. Because truly, the cuisine of a culture known to the outsider is like the mustard seed. The knowable universe is extremely small. The true depth of cuisine is not found in restaurants or five-star hotels, but in the humble kitchens of regular people. As travelers, we must strive to temper our local food experiences with a strong dash of mustard seeds served in the homes of locals. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are IVM podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memoria on Twitter and why we travel 42 on Instagram.